Today's meditation is a long meditation. Well, in fact, it's not meditation. It's a conversation with my great mates, Shazza and Ben over at OTI, over the influence, which is such a beautiful podcast. I've known Shazza for years and years, seen the evolution of the wonder that is Shazza, as well as Ben was in the background. He was the sound guy at OTI, and now he's alcohol for himself. He's training with me at the moment on my uh, diploma in positive coaching. He's a wonderful, wonderful human being. I think Shazza's going to come and do that course as well. And this is a conversation that I recorded right as I switched the podcast from traditional um, conversational format into more of a meditational format. So I wanted to share this. I didn't want it to get lost in the archives. So today I'm going to share my conversation with the fabulous, the wonderful Shazza and Ben of the Over the Influence podcast, who I'm sure many of you know and love. We're going to flip the script and find out a bit of the backstory to OTI and how it's all evolved over the last couple of years. And at the point of recording, they were close to 100 episodes. Pretty bloody cool, isn't it? Hopefully you're going to enjoy this one and then we'll pop back to the normal format tomorrow with the short, sharp meditation. Enjoy. Ben, Shazza, let's do this. I'm excited. <laughs> See, whenever I start a podcast like that, I always think I shouldn't do that because it's it's too long a pause. People are like, what, what do you want me to do on the back of let's do this? But anyway, you're professionals. You saved my blushes. I've been really looking forward to this um, because what I'd like to know, and hopefully lots of people listening would like to know, is a bit of the backstory. We can get into the alcohol-free backstory, and I know you've shared that many times, but actually a bit of the backstory about the podcast. I know people love to listen, and they're so part of your wonderful community that you're building, but equally, and it probably feels to like you, like you've told that story a few times, but it's great. That's the stuff that I always really enjoyed learning about, because when you're on the other side and you're, doing, you're busy doing the interviewing, all right, little bit slips out here and there, but I think it's quite nice to flip the script and bring you back to the evolution of Over the Influence. So I thought that's what we'd focus on today, if that sounds good. It sounds brilliant. brilliant. And what I'm going to do is I could sing about Over the Influence in our podcast um, until the end of actual time itself. So what I'm going to do is let Ben speak first, Andy, because you know me, once I start, I won't stop. <laughs> All right, ben. The, the baton has been passed to my mate, Ben. Yes. So, Ben, from your side, let's hear it, because this is interesting, because obviously when you came into this, you know, you were around the guys. Uh, actually, I'm not going to tell the story. You tell the story. Tell it from okay. your side. So I spent many years in the radio industry in the UK. I was a presenter and a producer, rose up the ranks and became managing editor for a few capital FM stations up in the north. And then I was made redundant because the laws changed around radio and where it was made long story short, shows that used to be made, I ran Capital Liverpool, shows that used to be made in Liverpool, then went down to be made in Leicester Square. I wasn't needed anymore. The radio industry is shrinking in general. So I thought I could get another radio job, but I've always wanted to run my own business. And you know what? Podcasts are starting. It's very early days, but they're starting to be picked up now. I'm going to take the leap. I'm going to use my redundancy money to start a business and start making podcasts. Met Shazza and <laughs> thought... Okay, this is an interesting job. These people are obviously very passionate about alcohol-free life. They're very, they want to shout about it from the rooftops. It's going to be really difficult to tell them the stats that no one's listening. How because really? I genuinely thought. I know. How did you meet no Shazza? So you meet I, Shazza? I met Shazza because we founded the business with Freddie. 
about two years ago, two and a half years ago. And I knew Freddie through, long story short, my girlfriend then, now fiance, uh, Jem, they both went to the same personal trainer in Liverpool. And he lived just around the corner from me. Um, But I, I genuinely thought that we'd make a really good show because, you know, all the kind of the foundations were there, everything you need, all the ingredients for a good, well produced show were there. But there's not going to be an audience for this. Really? People choosing to give up alcohol? Like, no, who does that? I looked around yeah. my life and nobody did. And I was a drinker. You know, it was just a job for me. Yeah. Um, but long story short, it, how many times have I said that already, by the way? Long story short. <laughs> um, Ages ago. Yeah, it got very <laughs> long, long while ago. And I, I just thought, you know what? I'm going to give this a go for, for three months myself. And then I really started to see the benefits. It was almost immediate for me. It wasn't like... <sighs> It didn't take months, years. It, it was weeks that I started to feel better from removing alcohol from my life. And that's when I started to get really passionate about it. And actually, you know, the evolution of Over the Influence, the podcast group, we did series one, series two, and we call it series three that never ended because we then went weekly and the audience really started to boom from all over the world. But the community came because listeners wanted it. You know, listeners, they were our inbox on Instagram was just bulging of people going, oh, my God, when you said this and yeah. listening to your podcast has helped me do that. People wanted to meet. They wanted a space where they could talk about it together and talk about their experience of alcohol-free life. And it really has just been one foot in front of the other. We've only ever done anything because people out there wanted us to, to do it. And now we're doing OTI Adventures. So, you know, next year, Over the Influences off to Italy to go yes. walking in the Tuscan Hills. We're doing Ben Nevis. We're doing Scarfell. We've got coaches on board, Andy, who you'll know very well. Yeah. Over the influence, OTI recommended coaches on there for people who want to have that kind of one-to-one support with alcohol-free life. Brilliant. We've got the forums. We've got the, the Zoom calls that go on literally all through the week now, all the time, the Zoom calls going on. We host some of them. Members host other ones. It's just, it's completely boomed beyond anything that I could have ever, ever expected. And it's because... Not because we've gone, we think this idea will work and we're going to put in a marketing plan and, you know, we're going to talk to, we've got no team. It's me and Shaz, you know, it's just been one foot in front of the other. And it's just been because people wanted it to happen. So it's, it's, it's a lovely evolution. It's very organic and very natural. And I think for me now being over two years alcohol free, for me, the passion is there to, to really, not to try and convince everyone in the world to give up alcohol. That's yeah. not what we exist for. Our mission is to normalise sobriety and disagree with me, but it's to kind of go, you can choose another way if you want to. And we want to shout that from the rooftops. And I feel hugely passionate about that. And I love that we get to do it every single week on on the Over Influence podcast. Yeah, I love it. And it's so wonderful to hear your passion coming through. And I I remember being on one of the really early episodes of Over the Influence. I think you might have even still been drinking back then. But to see your evolution behind the scenes as someone, as you say, you set it up thinking, this is not going to bloody work. Who's going to listen to this, right? There's, there's no yeah. market for this thing. And then obviously being around like that Jim Rohn quote, isn't it? You become the average of the five people you spend most time with. So being around Chazza and I guess Freddie oh, clearly had a, a, an impact on you, which is really cool. Um, and then to see that blossom into your own alcohol-free adventure. But what I'm also interested in how did you actually come from behind? Because were you doing all the producing and none of the speaking? And then you just sort of became part of the show. How did that bit come about? I was known as background Ben. That's because right. I didn't yeah. have a microphone. So <laughs> yeah. I would just occasionally, the way I've always produced radio shows, in fact, the, the first time I ever went on air was on Capital FM in Birmingham. And I was the producer of the breakfast show. 
And the reason I went on air is because our presenters, when you do commercial radio, you do all the kind of fun content stuff, but then you've also got commercial messages that you need to deliver. And I was 21 when I got this job and very scared, you know, being in the studio and having to manage these people. But the presenter, Dan, who's still a great friend to this day, you'd say to him, right, before we get into this really great bit of content, we've got to do this commercial message. And you go, yeah, 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 sure. The mic would go up and you go straight into the content. So I started coming on air going, oi, you said, I'm the producer of the show, and you said you were going to do that message first. Brilliant. And I just kind of developed. And it's the same thing with Over the Influence. It was just a kind of chirping up in the background when I needed to rein these two in, basically. And then I decided <laughs> to give it a go. And, but also, Shaz, you know, I feel like we should let you talk at some point. I'm sorry that I've just taken the microphone here because I got given it and now I can't get rid of it. You can't shut them um, up, Andy. But, you know, it was a, we wanted to examine all aspects of alcohol-free life. And I decided to moderate. Having listened to the first few episodes and yeah. edited them, I decided actually I do want to cut back. So then Shaz allowed that story to come on air as being a moderator. I had this 20 and 2020 plan. It was called 20 days where I'd have a drink in the year 2020. The pandemic threw all that out the window. And that's a story for another day. But I'm so glad I decided to go fully alcohol free because life has changed immeasurably since that yeah. day. Yeah, so it is a really beautiful organic story. Like you said, it's been that one foot in front of the other. You was never really meant to be out front. And here you are, your alcohol-free adventure wasn't in the plan. And here it is. Over the influences just blossomed and, and boomed, not only as a podcast, but now as a brilliant community. And like you said, from Zooms and adventures, I mean, it's so exciting. And I'm going to go to Shazza now. Please handing do. the baton <laughs> over to Shazza because Shazza was a really big part of my story as well. You know, the evolution of one of you no beer and yeah. then Shazza being such a massive character in there. And there's been a few characters that came through that environment that just shared their story and was uniquely you and fabulous and just sort of <laughs> lay it all out there. What? <laughs> and, all. and then you just watch it. You know, it was like a soap opera for me, when that works really well, it's like, oh, there's this person, I didn't know this person, she's never been on my radar before. And then through your story and your sharing, I'm suddenly watching the videos. And then Tara's saying to me, you've seen Shazza's post, you've seen no. what Shazza's put on. I'm still mates with Tara on Instagram, I like each other's stories all the time. Me and Tara are bezies. <laughs> so tell us that sort of evolution, a little bit of how that sort of blossomed. And then, you know, again, what I'm interested in is that, oh, actually, how does this become something? Maybe we'll do a podcast. Like, what's that it's- story? <laughs> It's all it's all crackers. J- just to just to bring it up to, to present day, we've yeah. just had a guest on the podcast uh, who is based uh, on the east coast of the United States. We met in one, you know, beer, right? So she remembers my story from those really really right, early right. days. She's had her own amazing adventure. She's just oh, she's got so much to share. Um, and she said, Shaz, when I when I joined that group, she said I saw you, and she said I just wanted to be where you were. She said, I just couldn't believe this this transformation. She said some amazing things. And I think as much as it helped me starting to, you know, write every day in the group and and share my story. And I think what was really important as well is to share the shit bits, you Mm. know, because it's never easy, depending on where you're coming from, when you start this this alcohol-free debacle, as I thought it was in in the really early days. Um, The further I got on, the more passionate I became about wanting to, to show other people that, 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 that there was another way. There was another way. And so, yes, I, I shared when it was horrible on a Friday night and I didn't know what to do. And yes, I shared when um, I didn't get invited to things anymore because people are like, well, you're, you're a bore, now you don't drink. But then on the flip side of that, 
opportunities start to come your way and your confidence grows as a person and you start to meet people in life that you would never have met before if you'd still been drinking. And it was about my world opening up in ways I didn't think possible and wanting to share that, not not in a, a social media braggy way, look at me, but in a, oh my God, this is magical. This is what can happen when you don't drink and when you make a decision to remove alcohol. And what over the influence has become is just a massive extension of that. It really is mm. an extension of myself and where I was and where I am now and Ben as well. And just, just to go back to Ben for, for a sec, he totally undersells his story. You know, when you watch things like uh, Big Brother or or um, whichever reality TV show and it's all there, Ben's story is documented from going from a drinker to somebody that is smashing alcohol-free life two and a half years down the line. If you want to know, if you want to hear about the transformations, you just listen to the podcast because yeah. it is documented week in, week out. And only recently, Ben said himself, it might have been on his special two-year episode. Um, oh, flipping heck. It's, it worked. And he said, I didn't want it to work. You know, <laughs> I wanted to get back to drinking. Yeah. Same as me, Andy. When I, you know, done my 90 days, and I thought, oh, crack it. Well, I'm going to have to go for a year. I'm going to have to try a year because this is actually quite good. You get to the point when you're like, Bloody hell, Andy Ramage and his ridiculous positivity in the woods. <laughs> he's, he's right. They're not lying. It's right. And that's where over the influence comes from. Yes, we sing about sobriety. We share the rubbish bits too because we know it's not linear. We know it's not easy. But dear God, it's the best thing in the world. And we will shout about sobriety until the day we are told to to shut up um, because it's, it's absolutely glorious and it's utterly life-changing. And... You know, I've got so much to thank you for, Andy, in, in those early days when I'm blundering along thinking what's going on. And now here we are chatting to you on, yeah. on your wonderful podcast. I love it. It's so exciting to see and, and your evolution in, into the space for me is a, is a dream because what was great as you were coming through the process, I was out the other side. So the story to share around those struggles was me always having to reflect back whereas to see it live you know to see your post with emotion into a group the tears the excitement the celebration the commiseration <laughs> was so and and no wonder this is that the beauty of of communities like over the influence now um and hopefully dry as well these type of beautiful communities that are going to give people an opportunity to see other people like them yeah getting great results and that's the thing and, I, and i've got to come back here because this is what i feel really really passionate about when you make that decision to to stop drinking or just to reassess your relationship with alcohol or to take a break whatever it is it can be so painfully isolated you get judged you get ridiculed you get laughed at and you think you're the only person in the world that might have an issue you're not and when people like myself and you, Andy and Ben and whoever else is vocal within the sober community, be it via a podcast, a book, uh, on social media, I think it's so important to, to, to continue to shout about it, to help those people that, that struggle, that aren't vocal, that want to keep it quiet, but they want to hear other people saying, it's okay not to drink. You're still going to have fun. Yes, it's going to be tricky along the way. Of course it is. Nothing worth doing is ever going to be really, really easy. And I do believe that, you know, if, if this journey was easy, everybody would be alcohol-free. And, and the, you know, it, the opposite is true. And it's so important that people know 
you're not on your own. You join a community like ours, Andy, or, or, or like yeah. yours. And the first thing people say nine times out of ten, they go, oh, God, you're just like me in here. Yeah, you it's know? not just me. Yeah, it's not just me. And it's that it's that connection, that realisation. And, you know, we, we were in um, Wales about three weekends ago. We um, went camping and paddleboarding and kayaking. We did Snowden with 30 Over the Influence members from all it. walks of life, from all ages, all different stages of their journey. But there was that one thing in common, and it just yeah. brought people together from, from the outset, and it was one of the best weekends ever. It was just it was just everything that Over the Influence stands for and is about, you know, motivation, inspiration. Uh, connection community and having a flipping laugh because people yeah. think that that's some oh, sobriety it's dull it's boring it, it's not it's the opposite it's so much fun yeah i'm with you all the way having had a similar experience even this weekend which wasn't actually about being alcohol free it was a self-development type weekend but it just so happens that pretty much everyone there i think was alcohol free same thing that connection the fun the laughter the buzz the joy that bubbles over to the next day because there's not that horror of waking up the following yeah. day having been everyone's friend the night before because you'd had a few drinks and then this sort of shame and regret of what did I say and that embarrassment I used to face that all the time and I couldn't rebuild those connections the following day because actually I made connections not as me it was just this persona this fake version of me whereas when you hang out with alcohol free people you're always you, you're always authentic. So those relationships bubble over to the next day and they get deeper and more meaningful. And then you go on these crazy adventures together. Ah, oh, it's it's the very opposite of what people assume it to be. I totally. it's fun, it's engaging, it's vibrant. But I just want to come back. I want to come back to a couple of things. One to Ben and then back to you, Shazza. Just to say as well, I think that's what's been wonderful about Ben's story and the OTI story is that actually you picked up that baton a little bit from me run with it and lived and breathed the alcohol-free experience and shared it, which was so powerful. And then by a fluke, more than anything else, and I guess by you and Freddie at the time being inspirational, Ben picked up that baton and then shared that in amongst the podcast, which I think is just... And now you have this community of overly influence full of people then picking up the baton and, yeah. and sharing their own story. This is this is the sort of joy of how the movement keeps gaining momentum, I think. I love it. So I did want to come back to you, Shazza, just quickly on then the evolution. So I'm just interested in, so you're having all this wonderful momentum, you're sharing, you, your mind's opening up to the, these new ideas. Did you end up going back into radio for a while? And then oh, uh, oh, yeah. tell where, me that bit. Where to start? Where to start? So um, I'm going to use Ben's term to, to cut a long story short because it is a long story short. <laughs> I think I was about eight months into my AF adventure when um we, we lost our family business yeah. uh, and it was a hellish time so like ben i used to work in radio like 20 years ago also in commercial radio and it was just fantastic left that had kids joined the family business um and then we lost the business uh june 2019 i think it was anyway uh, it was sink or swim uh, and it was a pretty hellish time uh as a family it, i wouldn't wish it upon anybody but i was alcohol free so I managed to get through through all that, you know, with, with a clear head. Um, and it literally was a case, sink or swim, what should I do? I thought, well, I've not done radio for 15, 20 years. Uh, let's ring them up and see if they'll have me back. 
So I rang the station where I used to work. Uh, I think it was on a Friday. And I went, hiya, it's Shaz. Is that Dave? He's like, bloody hell, how are you doing? I said, you don't want to know. Uh, can I come in for a chat? He said, come in. Went in on the uh, Monday, started doing some shifts on the Wednesday. And now I am uh, the the host. I have got my own daytime show on BBC Radio Lancashire presenting uh, from 10 till 2 everyday weekdays. Give me a call, 0800 783. <laughs> yes. I mean, what a story. And that was eight months. And I remember that. You know, oh. this is the thing. This is the thing that I'm talking about. Like remembering real stories, like gritty yeah. drama almost. Oh, it was awful. Unfolding before my eyes, going, shit. Yeah. And then seeing you deal with that situation, which was tough enough without drinking. And then yeah. coming out the other side of that and then starting into radio. And now, like, fast forward a couple of years and where OTI is and to hear that you are now a full-time yeah. presenter. It, it's the stuff of dreams. It, it, yeah. It's the stuff of dreams. But I think I, I should add, it, it's not simply a case of you stop drinking and then you get the job of your dreams. Yeah. I think it's a case of you remove alcohol and then with that comes the, the clarity the clear ahead, the drive, you give a shit, you want to do more. Um, but what it did with me, it just made me braver, like mm. a- across the board. And I thought, well, what's the worst that can happen? What's the worst that can happen? Going to go for it, going to go for it. And a lot of that applies to over the influence as well. Like, like Ben said, we've only ever done what our listeners and what our community members want want us to do. Um, and we're like, oh, crikey, right, okay, let's do it. Let's try it. What's the worst that can happen? And day by day, week by week, the community gets stronger. The community grows. We're able to offer um, more more resources, more things for people to use in their alcohol-free toolkit, wh- whatever that might be. We just feel completely equipped to do it. Yes, it's scary. Of course it is sometimes. You know, it, it is just myself and Ben with some some help as well from our amazing community members. But we just keep going forward because when, when you're alcohol free, you can pretty much do anything. This is so true. And Ben, I don't know if you've experienced that yourself as well. There is a, a certain resilience, I think, that comes from being alcohol free because you have to deal with all these major events. Shit still happens. There's no getting around that, is there? when you're alcohol free, but you have to deal with that. You have to deal with the stressful situation. You have to get outside your comfort zone. You have to experiment and things are going to go wrong. And there's no two ways about it. Each time you come out the other side, it might hurt a bit, but there's definitely a sort of inner confidence that comes from, I think, being alcohol free. That was exactly the word I was going to use, confidence, because for me, I'd always told myself, I think if you'd met me in my twenties, you know, I was on the radio. I was going out to hundreds of thousands of people every single morning. I was confident. You would say that I was a confident person. I wasn't necessarily confident in my in myself. And I always thought that I had no willpower, you know, that that would be my undoing. I, I drank too much. I ate too much. I smoked too much. Anything you could do too much, I did too mm-hmm. much. And you know, I'm very lucky. I've got a lovely family, great friends. I looked around my life and I thought, this is this is good. Your undoing is going to be one of these things that you can't stop doing. I think giving up alcohol for me, gave me the confidence to do other stuff that was good for for me and my health both mental and physical you know I've dropped a load of weight since losing alcohol and that was always the elusive target I was never ever I went to university 
mom and dad weren't there cooking nice meals at home. I wasn't doing sport. I played rugby when I until I was 18. Suddenly I went to university and decided not to do that and spend my time in the student union bar instead. I piled on the weight and I was I could never lose it. All through my 20s, I was carrying extra weight that I didn't want to carry. Going alcohol free, it made me go, well, actually, you can. And Andy, it was reading Let's Do This. You know, it's about taking it step by step you know you want to achieve all these things brilliant but just day by day be consistent and that's what's helped me be do I've learned a lot of things from the process of going alcohol free about myself that applies to all sorts of different aspects of my life now and I think you know coming back to what Shaz was saying about what is over the influence all about it's about people who want to be active in their sobriety and who want to actively move forward to a better life you know you do get the motivation the clarity the energy all this kind of stuff in fact it was something that matt pink your new partner matt pink and dry said on i can't remember what number episode he was on i'm usually quite good at that i can go season three episode 37 <laughs> um but matt pink came on and he was talking about how if you decide you want to remove alcohol and let's say that you know on a friday night you sit on the same sofa watching the same tv show with the same glass of red wine if next week you decided that you're going to do exactly the same thing, sit on the same sofa, watching the same TV show, but the thing that's different this time is that you haven't got a glass of wine in your hand, all you're going to be thinking about is that glass of wine. You know, you've got to use your sobriety. You've got to use all this stuff that comes to go and do something different. And I think that's what we're all about. And yeah, it is an inner confidence, but confidence builds confidence too. When you start proving yourself, actually, I've gone a month, two months, three, I've just done a year alcohol free. What else can I do? You know, it's about being active and going, right, this is the life I want to build. And I've got the tools and I've got the confidence to go out there and do it now. And yeah. Um, yeah. This fabulous. is where OTI comes in, I think, and all the work you do for the podcast, because actually it's turning it into this active experience. You've absolutely nailed that because exactly that you can rip this thing out of your life and then try and lead it exactly as it was. And it feels a bit dull and not, as exciting because actually you're just doing the same stuff without this crutch that you've had whereas I think what you're all about I'm certainly all about is actually turning it into this completely new experience of right the alcohol's gone don't sit in the bloody chair watching the same tv show get up and do something different because you've got a bit more time or energy join you on a zoom call or whatever it is connect with a group go for a hike climb a mountain suddenly life feels totally different because you're not drinking it's much more richer it's varied and that confidence, like you said, is a skill. I say this a lot. So the more you have to use that confidence, for example, I'm sure lots of people turned up to your Over the Influence event recently on their own. Oh, they were yeah. so nervous. Yeah. Massive. Absolutely huge. Yeah. And then you see people turn, and then what resilience that builds to be able to turn up and go, I oh, bloody did that. I showed up on my own with a group of people I had an amazing time with, climbed a mountain, you know, hiked, biked, whatever it was, canoed. And you come back from that a different person there's a new yeah. resilience there's a new confidence and this is the stuff that i don't think people understand early on it's all about right i've just got to stop this thing you've got to stop this thing you know it's upsetting me for all those obvious reasons but what we know and what excites us and i think what keeps us showing up constantly and continually is this longer evolution of the person getting to know like and trust yourself again to rebuild that confidence to be healthy again and vibrant again that's what excites me and i think that's what excites you guys and that's why i love what you're doing with over the influence because i think you're turning it exactly as you described from this potentially passive thing of ripping something out into this really active just joyous experience of being alcohol free 
absolutely yeah and you know what Andy I'm doing your course at the moment I'm getting my diploma in positive coaching I love that it's it's called the diploma in positive coaching because I think that's really important too Shaz has already mentioned it life isn't boring and dull when you remove alcohol it's the complete opposite to that we sing about the joys of sobriety because we really think talking about those early days it's a big motivator to you're not running away from something bad you're running towards something good you're building something better by removing alcohol yes there are going to be tough days and I think there are still days even now I'm over two years alcohol free in the summer I walked past the beer garden I always used to drink in it was a gorgeous day loads of people sitting outside and I saw this one guy just raise a pint to his lips. And it was that kind of TV moment of the, the bit of water just drips down the side yeah. of the pint. And I was like, oh, I could have that. You know, I could drink that right now. Even though I was, you know, committed to two years alcohol free at that point. I think the, the important thing is that, you, yes, there are going to be tough days. And sometimes you'll still have to just cling on and grit your teeth and, and get through those moments. But overall, if you can build this new life, if you can focus on the positives and they don't have to be massive, it doesn't have to be running marathons, walking mountains, whatever. If you can just keep a track of all the small things that build up into big things that change in your life and focus on what are the real positives, what are the positives of the life that I'm building here compared to the life that I had when I was a drinker. I think it's really important that it is something that it's not boring. It's not dull. I also, you know, Andy, in terms of one year, no beer always respect one year no beer and what they did what they do in that that alcohol free space I think for me I don't particularly like the word challenge and it's because you know we want this to be a lifestyle for people we don't want to do it for a certain amount of time yes okay saying forever can be really scary and daunting you don't have to say that at the beginning but it's not a challenge giving up alcohol is glorious it is fabulous Mm -hmm. because there's so many wonderful things that happen yes there are challenging moments but overall, this new life that you are building, it is a new life. And I look at drinking me versus non-drinking me now, and we are different people. Even after just two years, objectively, I can look at myself and go, actually, you know what? You are different. And I like this version of me so much more than the version that I like that I was before. Yeah, this is uh, it's joyous. I could listen to you all day long. I was literally <laughs> just smiling. It's just inside and out because that's just you got it. That's it. You know, it's about this celebration of just living life without this drug that's been holding us back for all of these years, unbeknownst to us is the truth. And I think that's a really key point as well. For many of us, we just didn't know, right? We didn't know until we found the courage to take it away and then went, oh, actually what lies beneath that is the real authentic me and you get your time back and your energy back and then you turn it into something active and then it becomes this joyous experience. And then we come together in the, all these different communities like over the influence and create this new network of friends and relationships like we've all done. And it really, for me, like that sliding doors moment you just mentioned, I often reflect on that. Where would my life gone had I continued to drink versus where it is now? It's, it's not even a little bit. It is that sort of completely miles apart realisation of I feel really lucky and fortunate for my relationship with alcohol that actually brought me to that point to challenge it and question it. And then in coming out the other side of that, here we are together on this adventure. So Shazza, let me know what is the future? What are you excited about over the influence and all the Everything. things that you've got going on? All of on? it, honestly. <laughs> Everything. Where yes. to start? 
where to start um i'm excited about the fact that we will wang on about sobriety on the podcast uh weekly until the end of actual time itself so exactly. that's really exciting um I'm really excited about the growth of the community, where yeah. it's going, because as Ben said, it literally did start th- th- this whole thing with the podcast around a dining room table in Liverpool. And it is one step in front of the other. And it has been that way for the best part of 18 months now with the community. But the the people we've got in there and the way it's going, it's just all so positive, so excited. And, and one thing, you'll have experienced this. You, you saw it with myself, Andy. When people make that decision to remove alcohol and they start to experience the benefits, it is very much like passing on the, the baton and other people want to go, I want to share this. I want to I want to shout about this. I can do it in here. I want to help other people. So we've now got members in our community that joined us, Andy, on day one, terrified. Like, what what is this nonsense? What is going to happen? We'll put the work in graft you know keep showing up every day every day every day don't drink don't drink don't drink we have now got these very people hosting their own zoom calls within the community chatting to other members that their confidence has grown their lives have changed so all that is really exciting um i'm just really excited the prospects of heading towards 50 because i think we're the same age i'm 50 next year andy you are i'm i'm 48 in about five days oh i'm so old i'm a I'm little 49. bit younger i'm a whippersnapper god's sake yeah well we're ish, ish. similar sort of age ish i cannot wait to you know hit my 50s going forward knowing that i've given myself the best chance like yeah. you and what ben just said i don't really want to imagine what it would have been like that sliding doors moment if i hadn't said you know what i'm just right okay i'll just try this this stupid break with alcohol let's see what happens um and something i keep coming back to and it's also something that uh, craig beck said in one of our episodes and it's just oh it's just the best thing ever you think it's going to be awful and you think you can't enjoy life and you think you're never going to socialize or laugh again when in fact that the, the polar opposite is true i ended up falling in love with sobriety with alcohol-free life and every weekend is a gift. And now a Monday is as good as a Friday, is as good as a Saturday. Every day is just brilliant. Not without its problems. I'm not saying that life is is plain sailing. Shit still happens, but you can get through it. Um, I just feel excitement, relief, joy, and absolute, what's the word? I don't know. Just, just, I'm just chuffed to bits that I no longer drink and that I'm able to give back in this alcohol-free space with with what we're doing at Over the Influence and doing it with Ben, the accidental sober. The accidental sober, there he is. And I was with <laughs> Susan at the weekend who was rocking loads of the Over the Influence merch. Big up, big up our coach. Yes. All over it. Oh, we had a lovely time lit every day. Over the influence merch. She had pants, Brilliant. she had hoodies, she had whatever you got. <laughs> I reckon she had knickers, bra, the whole shit bang. <laughs> We've got it all. I reckon you've got the whole lot. You've got the whole gym. <laughs> but it was joy. And again, that was joyous for me to see it. And, you know, I feel really connected as you do as well to me. And, you know, I feel connected to you in terms of the podcast and, and so many others within this alcohol free space. Because we were talking about it before we started the podcast. It's still so ridiculously embryonic. You know, and it feels like it's still so tiny in many ways in terms of those that are out front, I guess, leading the charge. But what's really exciting, I think we'll all agree, is that more and more people 
are coming to the space because they're curious. I think they're looking around going, hold on, maybe there's something in that alcohol-free thing. They seem to be having a right laugh and they all look great. And they seem to be a bit more confident. Hold on a minute. That's sort of debunking all the classic conventional thinking around alcohol, which told me it would make me more confident, look better and meet more people. Yet they're over there doing all of that and some, and they're getting up earlier and they're healthier. Yeah, what's not to love? What's not to love about that? Anyway, what I want to do as we draw this to a bit of a close, is put you on the spot a little bit. I'll start with Ben. Shazza, I'll give you a little bit of a head start to think about it. What one piece of wisdom from one of your guests could you share with our listeners that might be beneficial? Even if it's Ooh, I think it was an episode with, obviously, Andy, I've enjoyed both of the episodes that you have appeared on, on Over yes. the Influence. <laughs> and you. it was the first one that you came on. I think I said to you a couple of weeks ago when you came on our podcast that that was a real kind of kick up the arse for me to, to think, right, let's stop this whole moderation nonsense and let's really do it. So I, I owe you a lot, Andy. Thank and you. let's do this. I loved Let's Do This. I think for me, it was an episode with Sarah Connolly. Sarah Connolly, she's from the UK originally, but she's been in Australia for a long time. She was talking about when she decided to give up booze, lots of people were saying to her, well, you're not that bad. You don't drink that much. And she said, it was too much for me. Mm. It was too much for me. And therefore, I'm making this choice for me. And I think that's a really good message. Most important thing for me is that I think you don't need to have a rock bottom to decide to change your drinking. You don't have to at all. And actually, it's a Desmond Tutu quote that went around last year after he passed away. You know, we need to stop pulling people out the river and catching them upstream. You know, I really feel what you call the middle lane drinkers, Andy. You don't need a rock bottom to decide to change your relationship with alcohol. I think a lot of people don't listen to that little voice. And a lot of people are really heavily influenced by the people around them. Actually, maybe I'm not that bad. And you know what, Andy, we've even heard stories of people who've gone for medical assessments and they've been told, oh, you don't drink enough units for us to help. Or you're not that bad. Everyone does this. And I think actually you know you better than anyone if you if it's too much for you it's too much like yeah. don't let other people tell you oh your drinking is not that bad you can just have one if you want to remove it just do it and just do your thing so i i always talk about that sarah Connolly episode because it doesn't units what is a unit it's a it's an arbitrary number these things have been pulled together years ago but everyone's different so if it's too much for you it's too much for you and don't feel like you have to justify yourself or your decision to anybody else yeah, I love that. And I often talk about everyone's life experiences are completely different as well. And their relationship with alcohol is completely unique to you. Exactly that. The amount is irrelevant. What matters is how it makes you feel. And if it's not serving you, then remove it. It's as simple as that. And exactly that. I think that's a brilliant piece of wisdom because I was caught in that trap for a while. People are like, I don't drink that much, do you? Why would you, why would you give it up? And that plays with your mind. But like we've said, I think if it's not serving you, remove it and come to the fun side brilliant ben thank you all right shazza oh yeah this is for me this is pretty impossible to be honest because i've got to say that from the 100 plus oh, we haven't episodes, even just celebrate let's just celebrate that for a second let, let's just a little, take a moment a little, small little <laughs> big up ourselves breakdown. high five 100 episodes <laughs> and what's that that must be squillions of downloads and fabulousness uh, hundreds of thousands of downloads from I mean, all over the world andy bloody is, cool bearing in mind i thought that no one would listen 
Like to, yeah. to see those numbers face, is mind blowing. I know, stupid old me. You was drinking yeah. doubter from way back when. <laughs> yeah. How very dare you? <laughs> um, there's something from every single episode, honestly, yeah. be it somebody like you, AF guru in the in the AF space, to, to William Porter, who I absolutely adore. His, He's a great his guy, books. isn't he? Yeah. Oh, I just love him. Alcohol Explained yeah. does what it says on the tin. He explains alcohol. Read them and you realise it's quite shit. Yeah. We've had Sarah Heppler. We've had Claire Pooley. We've had all the authors. We've had ordinary people sharing their extraordinary stories Honestly, there's something for me in, in every single episode, but I'm, I'm just going to, at the risk of sounding like um, a parrot on this episode, I'm going to go back to, to Cray Beck. Um, and it's when he spoke on uh, on his episode with us, and it's not about what you're, you're giving up. I'm giving up this, I'm giving up that, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. The goal is to fall in love with sobriety. And it can be, it can be, in, 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 it can be impossible in the early stages, to even imagine a life without alcohol, never mind loving it or enjoying it. But I can honestly say, hand on heart, that is what happened with me. And just to give it a bit of context, if, if people don't know, I was a big a big drinker, a big drunken D-I-C-K, uh, insert <laughs> aubergine emoji here, aubergine. <laughs> back in the day. Um bottle of wine and I, you know, would never open a second bottle on a school night because that'd be too much. So I'd have a few, you know, single GNTs, rubbish they were single, probably quadruples, ramped it up at weekends. And so it got progressively more and more and more. And um, I didn't think I could exist without alcohol. When I said to people I was taking a break from alcohol, they were like, oh, lol, as if you'll, you'll not do three days, never mind four years. And I said, hold, hold my wine hold that and yeah. here we are and it was the most and continues to be so the most surprising thing I've ever experienced in my life I did indeed fall in love with sobriety alcohol-free life a life without booze uh and it, it continues to be surprising every single day so just you know as Craig Beck said in that episode give yourself a chance it's not about what you're you you, you perceive to be losing it's about everything you, you're gaining um, but there's there's, there's something in every episode, Andy. It's a hard one to answer. Well, actually, I think that's came to me as you were speaking. What you've got now through the Over the Influence podcast is this catalogue of a hundred episodes of gold in the alcohol-free space. You've got Ben's story evolving through it. You've got all the incredible guests and all the wisdom from each of those incredible guests. So I guess anyone listening to this, especially if you're in and around the alcohol-free space, I'm sure you've already listened to the Over the Influence podcast. But if you haven't, go and listen to it. Download, subscribe, go back to the start. I did that recently with another podcast that I found and I started to listen to the initial ones. I thought, right, actually, I'm really enjoying this. I'm going to go back to episode one and be part of that adventure as it unfolds yeah just just don't judge us if you go back to episode one it's a little bit sort of hello she was so nervous i'm, she was I'm so... sharon i'm here to talk about alcohol-free life hoh well, yeah and Take then we got a... into it and then you found your groove but we did. like you say it's a treasure chest of wisdom you know and all the big podcasts that i've always loved like the rich roll podcast for example which i was lucky enough to go and appear on in the end i mined that for treasure yeah. You know, I got onto him and he'd already built up a, you know, a huge repertoire of episodes, probably not dissimilar to where you were in truth around hundred, 
And it was great to stumble into that podcast. Like I'm sure people will vote with the influence. I go, I like this. I like the team. I get it. They get me. You know, the way they portray the stories is something that I enjoy. And then literally you've got a hundred episodes to literally cherry pick the ones that might speak the most to you. Maybe it's an author that you recognize or someone's got a story that matches yours. Like What a gift that is for the alcohol free space. So I just want to thank you both and salute you genuinely heartfelt for showing up and doing what you do because i think it's incredibly important i know you've inspired many many people and do you know what the best bit is we're just warming up yes too right yes you're right <laughs> oh, thank you so i think i'll call it there thank you so much for joining us uh, again this is just the start of something special we will do many more of these over the years i'm really excited about over the influence and all you've got going on so if you can let the listeners know exactly where they can find out more about your brilliant community the podcast and all that jazz absolutely and thank you Andy um myself and Ben we were dead excited because we were recording before we did this we were like well the ramage we got on with the ramage yeah. you know what I, I at the beginning I kept going to cut a long story short that's my kind of nervous tick and I, I was re, we do this every single week we've done it every week for years but knowing I'm coming on Andy Ramage's podcast I was oh. blooming nervous to come it's on crackers. Yeah, it's crackers. It's yeah, it's it. it's different being in um in the hot seat when we've got shoes. normally somebody else in the hot seat. Andy, <laughs> thank you. It's been an absolute pleasure. Um, and the fact that you've been on our podcast and we are now chatting on yours, it just shows that the, the sober space it is all about connection and friendship and supporting one another. So, from myself and Ben at Over the Influence. Thank you. If you would like more information uh, about what we do, um, you can find the podcast on your um, podcast provider, whatever that might be, Apple, Spotify, wherever you find it. And if you want more info about our amazing community, it's all online. It's not on Facebook. It's it's a separate sort of social sober network away from um away from Facebook. It's its own platform. And you can find information at overtheinfluence.co.uk. And it really is one of the friendliest corners of the Tinterweb. It is. It's bloody wonderful in there. And, and knowing so many people in and around that space, as we all do, I just feel really luck, lucky and humbled and blessed to be a part of this whole thing. Aren't we incredibly lucky that we stumbled into this? No big game plan, completely by fluke rather than judgment. But here we are celebrating. It's not an accident. None of this was meant to have happened, Andy. <laughs> I know. So we're celebrating you being four years. Is that right, Cesar? Yes. Four years. Ben, two, on the verge of baby. Yeah, literally. Baby number one. Yeah, my first. Yeah, it could be it could be hours, actually, at this point, Andy. It could it's be. very close. And 100 episodes in the back pocket. I love it, team. Well done. Thank you for joining me. And we'll do this again soon.